say where words fail music speaks today let's explore the power of music and the impact it can have on our mental health welcome to lone pack conversations i'm valerie let's introduce ourselves to music therapy with dr katrina mcfarren a registered music therapist and a professor of music therapy at the university of melbourne australia she is an international expert on the topic of music music therapy and adolescence welcome dr katrina Hi Valerie, lovely to meet you. So first off, could you explain to us what music therapy is and how it's different from listening to music in order to calm down or lighten our mood? Yeah, well I think that the term or the idea of music therapy has meant many things over many centuries, but at the moment we have taken it as a description of professional practice of a career that you go to university and you study the theory and the methods and the research and then you're able to be qualified to practice so it has become one of the many um, allied health professions in my country and in many countries around the world where it's people working hospitals alongside speech pathologists and occupational therapists and physiotherapists and psychologists and um therefore that requires training about different um, diseases disorders and understanding within that how music can be helpful so mm-hmm. i think normally what people do is very intuitive you know you just you know the kinds of music that you love and you select it with or without thinking about it to make yourself feel better at different mm-hmm. times and that's often really successful whereas music therapy is about really identifying exactly what the purpose of using music would be what therapeutic purpose what benefits there might be and then making a plan about okay well if that's what you're trying to achieve here's a way that we could use music that's based on research and evidence that will help you achieve that goal um, and so therefore it's more like a treatment planning model rather than a kind of just an intuitive process that you undertake for yourself Mhm. So personally, what does music mean to you? Uh and what got you interested in the field of music therapy? Yeah, well, you know, as you said at the beginning, my specialization within music therapist is on adolescent identity and the ways that young people use music as a way of exploring their emotions and expressing something about their personality, about their hopes and aspirations for their lives and and the ways that different types of music um can say something about who we are. So not surprisingly, I became interested in music therapy myself because that was the role that music played for me in my own youth. And that it was a as a classical musician, I grew up, you know, on the edge of the desert in a small town in Australia. and there wasn't a lot of classical musicians <laughs> in mm-hmm. my town and so it was a way of marking out my territory of saying this is the kind of person i am this is my my aesthetic and cultural values and there's my discipline and my focus um, but of course uh, what music means to me i would say is entirely personal and different to what it might mean to you for example i don't know if you want to tell us for example what music would mean what music means to you <laughs> so for me if i had to think about it it 
obviously is i don't think of myself as somebody who is very artistic right so if i'm ever low or if i ever need to think about something i always have a song that's humming that i'm constantly humming just so that i calm down mm-hmm. and it's always my go to music humming i don't sing very well but it's still something i choose to do over any other thing i'd rather be doing mm, perfect and so you know the difference between uh, music that we use for our well-being and music mm-hmm. as a kind of high culture performance which has to be perfect i think is really important and you know interestingly enough i teach a lot of music students at university and they often have the worst relationships with music in a way <laughs> <laughs> for them it's associated with pressure and perfection and and anxiety whereas the rest of us who are not music performers are able to have these nurturing relationships with music where we can just hum and it can just soothe us during difficult times because it we're not putting pressure on it to earn us an income or to do other things right so you did say that one of your major fields of expertise is adolescent mental health mm. how have you found that music therapy impacts the mental health of adolescents mm. well i think the way that you just described your relationship with music is actually really typical of many mm-hmm. young people and you know young people get old and our relationships with music don't really change so for people generally but the passion and the time um commitment really starts during adolescence and and often during more challenging times of our lives we turn back to music again in that in that same way but so my interest in how music can be used by adolescence has been really informed by my practice I worked in um children's hospitals and in palliative care with young people who were really mentally or physically ill and i mm-hmm. learned from them that they used music in really different ways so some people it was to soothe and calm for other people it was to get energy for other people it was to express their emotions and try to understand them and 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 almost to um get rid of them so that they were done in a way that didn't hurt anybody and so i noticed that there was very very different ways that teenagers in particular use music depending on what else is happening in their life and i started to think oh it's not so much about music doing something to you as a teenager it's not that you know you choose this particular kind of music and it will calm you it's much more about how teenagers choose the music of their preference and they use it to do whatever they want so you could use the same piece of music to help you go to sleep that you might also use to do your homework too or that you might also use to travel on public transport and distract yourself from how boring it is or <laughs> you know so it, it really flipped it around teenagers the way that they're so passionate about music helped me understand that they could use music in any way they wanted towards their mental health and do but i also learned that when we're really depressed and ruminating on an issue that we can also use use music to make ourselves feel worse you know we can accompany really negative thoughts with songs that reinforce those thoughts and right. we don't feel better at the end we feel even more angry or you know we might use music to accompany substance use or drug taking which might be fun for some people but could be associated with a really un- unhealthy habit of addiction for mm-hmm. other people 
And so I started to realize not only did everybody use it in different ways, but sometimes it was really helpful and other times it was actually quite unhelpful. And so my role as a music therapist is often to touch base with young people and go, so how is that going for you? Is it working? Can we strengthen the way that you're using music and make it even more powerful? Or do we need to have a look and say, actually, it's backfiring and, and making you feel worse? And let's talk about that. And is there other decisions that you could make? Mm -hmm. I think it's really interesting that you, while talking about how music can really help somebody, you also brought out that it has a potential downside to it, which is honestly not something I thought about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I did hear of my friends telling me that, you know, I was upset and so I listened to songs that made me even sadder. But I did not know that it had such a potential downside to it as well. So thank you for actually bringing that up. Oh, you're so welcome. And, you know, sometimes it's so great to to feel sad. You know, like sometimes you need to feel sad and you need to cry and music is the perfect friend for that. But it's when you get yeah. into habits, what I've discovered is when young people get into habits where initially they hoped it would, they would feel better afterwards because they got to vent, you know, we need mm -hmm. to express our emotions. But then if you notice over time that actually I feel worse, it actually deepens my relationship with negative emotions and I don't feel better. That's, you know, it's a really qualitative difference, isn't it? So, so instinctively we do think it helps because normally it does. But just not always. True. So you were telling us about, you know, you were telling us about the positives of music. And also you said it's important that you touch base with the people that you interact with when it comes to your music therapy sessions. Yeah. So for someone who does not have much knowledge about music, how does a music therapy session start? More importantly, how does a music therapist understand and help them through their problems through music? Yeah, it's a great question. Well, as I said at the beginning, music therapists work in a kind of treatment model, which is you begin with a, an assessment of what people's needs are and what their musical interests are, and then you, you make a plan and you undertake the plan and then you evaluate it. So an assessment can be formal or informal, but for me, when I work with teenagers, at least in Australia, they're usually a little bit sort of hesitant about what this music therapy thing is. <laughs> so I usually start pretty casually and just say, so what kind of music do you like? Because the basis of our relationship is going to be their music. Um, so it, it is an assessment. It's, it's casually offered. And it allows uh, the young person to know that I'm interested in their music, that I'm not here to tell them to listen to my music or to tell them that their music is bad or any mm -hmm. of those things that they're usually worrying about. So then once I know what kind of music they're interested in, then I need to know about what they need, why are they in therapy. And, you know, often if I'm working in a hospital, I might already know from all of their notes about what illness they've got, what they're struggling with and, I may have been referred in to address anxiety, for example, mm -hmm. or insomnia, for example. Um, but if I don't, then I need to talk to the young person about that. And then from there, I'll make suggestions. So if it's a young person who's struggling with depression and they love listening to um, hip-hop music to choose the most common mm -hmm. and most popular music in the world, <laughs> Um, so then I have a basis. I know they're struggling with depression. And then I would say, okay, well, 
do you feel like it would be helpful to potentially write a song where you can express to me what's happening for you, how you're feeling in yourself right now? And, and then I'll say, I can produce you some beats and we can choose those beats together and then we can write the words and, you know, maybe we could even record it or something. So I might offer that as an option. So you love hip-hop, you're feeling depressed, let's, let's have a look at that with music. Or if they're feeling so depressed that they don't really want to do anything so active as that, Mm -hmm. and I might say, hey, why don't you start off with playing me a song, one of your favourite songs or one of your songs that tells me something about how you're travelling. Let let your music speak to me so that I start to get an understanding of where you're at and I might be able to be helpful to you. So I might suggest writing songs and I might suggest listening to songs. Or if I'm working, you know, in an institution with somebody who's so depressed that they're really struggling to even get out of bed and they're hospitalised, then I might not go with words at all. And I might just pass somebody a drum and I might have a guitar or an instrument and I might say, let's play. And together we might just improvise and be together in music and then I would analyse the way that they're playing and amplify certain things that they do and they don't have to be a musician this is just around it could be an electric guitar they're just fiddling with and then we analyze that as you might do in psychoanalysis so it's like okay what i'm hearing is this is this what you're feeling right now and and so we might be able to talk about it after but but not leading with talking for someone mm-hmm. who's really not in that kind of a state. So you can hear how it's really different depending on where I meet somebody, what they need, what kind of music they like and, um, right. you know, what they're willing to do at the end of the day. I think it's really beautiful that you have, I mean, obviously because each person differs, you need to have different approaches, but all of them really sound very interesting in terms of the fact that you make music with them. Mm. regardless of whether they're with lyrics or without, you really sit down, make music with them and analyze what they're feeling through that one bit. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. It's a great job. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> so, Dr. Katrina, why don't you tell us what the therapeutic benefits of music are? And mm. personally, does music play a therapeutic role in your life? Yeah. Uh, music does play a therapeutic role in my life and there is no doubt that at, at times of struggle and pain that, you know, I, I turn to music, I listen more during those times of my life, I play more during those moments in my life, whereas when everything's going along just fine, I might have music on in the background and it certainly brings me pleasure, but um, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel so drawn to it. Um, so it varies, and I think that is true of most people. And I think that, that the therapeutic benefits of music are tied up with that too because it really, music is so vast and so magnificent and so so much potential is inherent in music. It can go in so many directions that the therapeutic benefits can can be anything but they can't be everything. Like music can't for any one person. If I was to talk to you right now, find out what your problems were, like we couldn't fix all of them through music. We, we would have to kind of go, okay, which one of those are we going to focus on today? And then we'll, we'll work out which kind of musicking would be best for that. So it, it's not 
it's not a panacea as you might say it's it's not a drug it doesn't just come into your system and and make you happy it's it's really music has what you might call potentials or affordances that are therapeutic and the mm-hmm. way that we choose to use music can achieve joy peace love connectedness um, expression authenticity so many things but it doesn't happen at once. If you sing in a choir, for you it might be the pleasure of the beautiful sounds of harmonies all around you. But for another person in the choir, it might be just great to be out of the house and doing something which isn't domestic duties. And for another person in the choir, it might be it's about the conversations that happen before choir and after choir because they're lonely. Or, so we can all be sharing in the one experience and music can be affording us different therapeutic benefits depending on what we need Mm -hmm. dr katrina thank you so much for agreeing to do this and talking to us about music therapy it's without doubt been one of the most interesting conversations i've had and there's been so much to learn from what you've talked to us about today we've learned that music means different things to each and every individual even if you're all doing the same part and that you can express yourself and say stuff about who you are through music. And while it may not solve each problem, you can work through whatever you're facing through music. And I think that is a beautiful note to end this on. And I want to just thank you for talking to us about so much and allowing us to learn so much from you today. Oh, and I want to thank you for asking and being interested. I think it's a great topic to talk about. (laughs) Thank you.